This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Faith is an important, not just a subject matter, but understand it underscores uh, our salvation. Uh, it's it's by faith, uh, or you know, uh, through grace. But we understand that we have to believe God. God wants to be trusted, and and faith is a, is a way of life. Uh, it's foreign to us uh, in that. Uh, in that we have to learn it from God's side. Now, there's natural faith, just like you believe that when you turned around, you didn't have eyes in the back of your head. I mean, you just lowered yourself down into that chair, believing it's going to hold you. It's going to catch you before you fall. Isn't that right? It's going to break the fall. You'd be comfortable. And you know why? You know, it, it was a... It, it, it was a nat- natural exercise in, in something that you've proved trustworthy. You've learned, you know. thing looks reasonable. It's reasonable to sit down. Most of the time it's going to hold you if it looks like a good chair. Well, we, we use faith all the time. Uh, um, in the seen world and for seen things, it's when we're using faith for the unseen things in the unseen realms. Isn't that right? It's hard to it's hard to put a measurement uh, on your heart or on your mind or what you actually think and believe and all, know and all, understand all of those uh, things. There's an unseen realm, isn't there? Right now, there's unspoken words running through your uh, through your consciousness that nobody but you knows anything about, but they're real. Amen. All right, before we go. Uh, too far over into that. There is an unseen realm where God lives. And it takes faith to believe in a, an unseen God who actually exists, but one day our faith will become sight. The Bible didn't say end in sight, it said it will become sight. All right, faith will become sight. See, we'll see Him as He is. Amen. All right. Uh, but for the, uh, the interim, you know, the. Uh, you know, the, the transition between here and there is what, this thing that we call faith. And uh, it's not hooky-spooky stuff. It's, uh, it's a powerful thing. And it's also a uh, thing that can be learned. Uh, we can be schooled in because the Bible says that the just shall live by faith. That's how God designed uh, us to live is by faith. God lives by faith. He really believes much better of you than you and I do or other folks would. But God lived by faith, amen. He had to live by faith when he looked at me. I'm going to tell you what now. You know what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. Still does, I'm sure. (laughs) You know, the devil will accuse you, but God will go, yeah, but you know, I just have a special affection for him or her. God just refuses to believe anything but the best. And, and you know, when we, when we were at our worst, he just believed the best. Now, that's faith. 
All right. So anyway, uh, here we are in Hebrews in second chapter. And like I said, this is kind of a strange, you know, hole in the wall. But we're going to go through it because this is where God led us to. It says, since all this is true, we ought to pay much closer attention than ever to the truths that we have heard. Lest in any way we drift past them and slip away. For if the message given through angels, the law spoken uh, by them to Moses was authentic and proved sure, and every violation and disobedience received an appropriate, just, and adequate penalty. Now, remember, we're not under the law anymore, we're under grace. But do the laws uh, still apply as first principle is concerned? And here's the basic premise of that, you know. Uh, we don't have to fear penalty uh, from God. But there is always a consequence to every choice. It's the way the world works. It's the way the spirit world works. It's the way the natural world works. So, so do we need to be aware that uh, we want to make uh, good or better or wise choices for our life that, that bring good and better uh, and, the, and the rewards of wisdom where consequences are concerned? Of course. Amen. Well, while being aware that if, you know, I could go down and rob the bank. I could pray and ask God to help me not to get caught. After all, I'm going to pay tithes and give an offering. Uh, amen. But how many of you believe that that might not be, that, that would be a choice that's too close to consequences, not, not working out maybe the way I, I would suppose that they that they would, even though I wholly did on up with, you know, Lord help me, Jesus. Hey, man, I'm doing this for you, God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Amen. Might as well have fun with it. Praise the Lord. You know, I've made so many mistakes. Sometimes, you know, fear will come on me, and that's the opposite of faith. Your faith will be attacked with fear. Sometimes fear will come on me, you know, and it's kind of like, well, son, don't stop swimming now. Don't choke now. I mean, don't stop and look at where you've been or even where you're at. You've got to keep on going. You don't have time to waller and all that kind of stuff. Amen. If you did make a mistake, it'll be all right if you keep following God. That's faith. It'll all turn out for good if you follow God. Well, I don't know about that. Hang around because you might need more help than what you are admitting right now. Isn't that right? Isn't that right? God's a good God. God wants to help us. You know, it doesn't matter. I mean, you know, uh, uh, how many times. I remember things in, in, you know, happened in my life, happened in my, my family, different things. And I'd say, God, but it costs so much money, so much time, so much heartache. And I remember God saying, well, what's 10 years to learn a lesson? What's 20 years? What's a million dollars to come to the, the conclusion of the truth? That will make you free. Amen. Money come, money go. Amen. Time can be wasted or time can be well spent. But here's the thing, you know, I mean, you know, we were, we're thinking about eternity. You can't waste another minute in regret or remorse. Amen. Learn from it and move on. Be glad. <gasps> oh, I just prefer sad and mad. Well, you know. I mean, go on ahead. But, you know, there is therefore no condemnation 
to those that are in Christ Jesus. And in him is a, is a right now moment, you know. And he's just not going to stay in that. You know, you'll bring up certain things to him that you ask for forgiveness for. And he goes, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you know when I did so. I said, what are you talking about? You asked for forgiveness, didn't you? Then you're forgiven. So why are we talking about this? The only one bringing that up is you and the devil. And I'm not listening to him. Why would I listen to you? God don't remember things that you repented of. Amen? Oh, moving right along. How shall we escape appropriate retribution if we neglect and refuse to pay attention to such a great salvation as is now offered to us? Everybody say now. Now. Letting it drift past us forever. For it was declared at first by the Lord himself and it was confirmed to us and proved to be real and genuine by those who personally heard him speak. Amen. Uh, Great faith for this thing called great salvation. Amen. Now salvation is good, but God describes it as great. Sometimes we ascribe a measurement to it called good. You know, but good and greater are uh, not the same thing. You know, great is, is more than good. Amen. And God is offering us a great salvation. You know, we could settle you know, we could settle for less than and I were talking about this, you know, I mean at our age sometimes you just start thinking about the circle where you could be comfortable. You know, what it would take to be comfortable. But, you know, I found this that, that I can't grow and be comfortable at the same time. I have to stretch and reach. And and all growth is beyond what I know and am familiar with right now. Increase is on top of what I know and am familiar with right now. It's it's more than. Hmm? It's, 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 it's perfectly acceptable uh, in in for you know uh, in culture in Christendom uh, in society, you know to listen, you know. Uh, you know, work hard, be comfortable, and, you know, say like the fool said, soul, you have worked hard. You've had a good year, a good life. Let's build bigger barns and take it easy. And the Lord says, you're being a fool. Why? Because you. I believe this, the minute you stop growing, you know, you stop going, and when you stop going up the hill, you start sliding back down. You begin to die if you don't really live. Amen. And really living is being on an adventure with God. And that takes faith. Isn't that right? And when God says he's got, you know, uh, uh, it has been good, but God says, I want to make it great. Let's go for great. Well, hook them up, you know. I mean, I don't pretend to know. I didn't even, I didn't know what good was. God had to redefine good for me. I thought bad was good. And good was bad. See, God had to, had to, re, had to redefine good. The Lord is good. I, I had to have that redefined. I had to discover that. For my, for my own self. 
before you can share it with other people. You, you first. Say, me first. I don't believe the pastor said that. I thought we're supposed to love God and love others. Yeah, but you're right in the middle of that. Isn't that right? If you're not letting God love you first, you can't love nobody else. You'll love them like you love them. Amen. Most folk hate yourself. They hate their life. They hate their job. They hate the preacher. They hate the church. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Are you listening? You know, that's, that's no way to live. We need to live, live. While we're alive, let's live. Amen. Amen. Let's really live. Amen. It's, it's good right now, isn't it? Yes. Two or three of you think so? Br- breathe in real deep. <gasps> you know, dead people can't do that. <clears throat> breathe in again. <gasps> now let it out say, praise the Lord. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. David said over and over again, he goes, dead folk can't do that. Now, Lord, you need to keep me alive. I'm your number one fan. (laughs) I'll tell it. (laughs) Amen. Forgive me for being happy. It's just something I've decided to do. I went a long time in life not knowing how to do happy, so I decided to do it from now on. Amen. You know, I'm just going to let happy happen to me. Well, you look weird. Well, that's all right. You know, better weird happy than unhappy and normal. <laughs> I remember most of my, all my rowdy friends didn't settle down. They were just unhappy. <laughs> didn't know how to be happy unless chemically induced. Praise the Lord. Everybody, whatever turns your crank, floats your boat. Amen. But after a while, you learn that, you know, I mean, you can get juiced, really juiced with Jesus. Amen. You ever got a hold of some of that new wine? It don't even come in the bottle. It don't even come in the bottle. I mean, you'd just be going along minding your own business. All of a sudden, you know, you, he's, 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 he's drinking with you. Amen. And here comes happy. After a while, it's like, you know, you'll be pray, praying. You keep on praying until you're praising. And then after a while, you know, you, the Holy Ghost will just get you being thankful. But Lord, you know I'm thankful. At least I've got some problems. Amen. A live dog is better than a dead lion. I thank you, Lord. I'm alive. It'll all work out. Amen. Thank you. I got a wife that don't like me. Thank you, Lord. Jesus. Amen. I know she's mad at me, but at least I got one that is mad at me. Amen. A lot of folk ain't got one. They got mad and they ain't got no wife no more. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Anyhow. Uh, so there's really two choices here, isn't there? Uh, from this verse of scripture. It says one is that we neglect it. That's one measurement we can bring to it. And the other one is that we pay closer attention to it. The Bible says much closer attention. You know, uh, it's, it's interesting that God will work around, wait around, but he's always just, you know, uh, he's working inside, and he's also, the Bible says, working on the outside. Um, trying to get it to be our idea. Trying to wait until we want to. Amen. And sometimes wanting to comes... 
as a de direct result of coming to the realization, I don't want to do this anymore, or to be here anymore, or to have that anymore. And then we're ready for God's want to to take over in our life. Amen. God's so loving and patient and, and kind. I'm so glad he trained Pastor Sandy uh, to be so patient uh, with me. You know, uh, she she doesn't even say she's praying for me anymore uh, from the standpoint that, you know, there were certain things I knew irritated her and, they, and it, was, it, was, it was wrong and bad. And she'd say, I don't know what it's going to, what it's going to take for you to change. And she said, I just give up. I'm going to give you to God. And I, kept, I remember thinking, oh, Jesus, thank God my prayers have been answered. She's given up on me, on changing me. You know, but it's funny that, that uh, you know, that over a course of time, if you love somebody, you, you want to change. You don't want to make them unhappy, but, but you need God to change you. Amen. And it's interesting that when we give up on folks, that's when God has never given up. And that's when he does his best work, when we're not a meddling. Isn't that right? You know, I'm not going to argue about folks doing this or doing that or doing the other. I have more important things to do than to nitpick people's lives to pieces. I, I just feel like that God loves them. I'm going to love them. I'm going to give them space and grace, uh, you know, to find their place. And to run their race. And they will. They will. Amen. Life has a way of moving along, don't it? Amen. And isn't it wonderful what God's doing right now? Oh, He's offering salvation to folks that you wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole. Folks you already wrote off and told them to go to hell. Not only I know they're going to hell, but after all, you know, I hope they do. Well, I'll tell you what, now I'm sick and tired of it. Moving right along. <laughs> I'm in the wrong place tonight, aren't I? All right. Um, how, would we, how, how would we pay more closely attention then to so great of a salvation being offered? And how is it offered to us? Well, the Word of God. The Word of God. Everything that God does, it begins with the Word of God. It's centered around, it emanates from the Word of God. Absolutely everything that God does, how we know God, uh, is through His Word. Remember, I mean, you know, uh, He's chosen to do it this way. We have what we need in the person of the Holy Spirit and the, the teacher. And then the textbook is right here. This is what He works with. So if, if you've got a heart open towards God, an inclination towards God, and the Bible, you're pretty well set. Amen. Now, there's some things that are going to help enhance that. You know, there's the preaching and the teaching of the Word of God. There's the fellowship of the saints. There's the gathering uh, uh, together. There's prayer. See, there's, there's worship of God. There's so many other things. But, I mean, the bare necessities are, is at first, uh, so great a salvation is the Bible says you weren't saved uh, except by you were saved by the incorruptible seed of the Word of God. It was the Word that saved you. Well, you heard the Word of God that was the truth about Jesus, that all's forgiven, that He loves you, and that if you'll simply trust in Him, He paid the penalty, and you get the reward. You know, uh, when it finally dawns on us that He took all of our failure... And gave us in exchange all of his success. Dear God in heaven. 
all of our failure. All of it. Past, present, and any falling downs in the future. Jesus assumed all of that on himself. And he gave all uh, of his good success to us. It's available to us. Absolutely free. What a great salvation. All he asks us is to trust and believe. Believe and trust. And act like it's true. Well, you're going to, you're just going to make it too easy. Maybe we make it too hard. You just make it sound like God is just, that's just too good to be true. Oh, isn't he? But he is true. He's just good. He is good. And he gets to decide. Isn't that right? His own measures of generosity. His own measures of goodness. He's good to all. And he's especially good to those that need it the most. He was good to the, the, the son that stayed on the farm. But the boy that went to the pig pen, he was especially good to. And when the one that stayed on the farm had an issue, he said, all this time, everything I had was yours. You could have had it all if you wanted it. Now, why are you pitching the fit over one little fat calf? And one little party. It's good that we should do this. Your priorities are wrong, son. Amen. All right. You know, so great a salvation would not just would not just include those who are righteous, but it would include those who are unrighteous. It wouldn't include those that are safely in the fold. It would include those that are wandering and are lost and outside of the fold. That's what makes salvation so great. Amen. God so loved the world with so great a love. That he gave his only begotten son. Amen. I don't know about you, but that's good news to me. Amen. And when we receive that for ourselves, it's not hard to extend that to other people. Hmm? Perhaps, perhaps neglecting so great a salvation, you know, uh, in, in our own lives, letting truths, dr- we drift past the truths that, you know, uh, we all started somewhere, didn't we? We weren't born saved. We had to be born again. Amen. Sometimes we get so far up the hill of high and mighty that we forget the pit we came out of. The miry clay he lifted us from. Hallelujah. Amen. It's still good news to me to be saved. Amen. I mean, if if all went to hell in a handbasket tomorrow, not me. I'm on my way to heaven. He not only can get you, God can keep you. Amen. All right. So we don't need to be afraid of losing something or losing out with God or God withholding anything from us. Amen. So great is salvation. All right. How would we do that? Well, we would hear those truths again. You know, the truth is... is, is, uh, uh, it has to be, it's layered in our life, but it has, to, it has to be heard and heard and heard and strengthened and lengthened uh, and added to and increased constantly because we've been so well trained in the lie. We're living in the lie out here. I mean, you know, uh, uh, you, got to, you have to keep the light lit. 
You have to, you have to keep the fire burning. You know what I'm saying? Or, or it just dies out. Amen. The darkness overcomes it. The, 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 the wind blows it out. The current carries it away. We, you, we're, we're going uphill. You've got to keep gas in the motor. Make sense? All right. So uh, faith is something that has to be fed. And where's it come from? From hearing the word. How would you hear the word? Well, you have to be willing to listen to the word. And it, sometimes it's a discipline to listen to the word. Sometimes it's easy to say, well, I heard all that. You know, uh, it's against our natural nature. And the devil will fight you uh, uh, tooth and tongue, I'll tell you, hammer and tongue. Uh, the minute you start trying to up the measure where the word is concerned. The minute you, you, you sense or desire uh uh, a, a need or a want to, you know, uh, to go from where you are to, you know, uh, maybe into a greater uh, uh, measure. That's not gonna. Uh, that's not gonna uh, uh, just not have any kind of resistance. The devil don't mind if you're religion, but don't bring no faith to the table. Because then, we're, then you're going to be equipped to fight the good fight of faith. See, he'd rather that you have no faith and then it's a good fight for him. Because, you know, I mean, he'd just club you to death with doubt and unbelief and fear and all that other kind of stuff. But when you've got faith, see, oh, you're equipped. You, you've got some force to you then. You know, you're, you're, you, you, you know, you're unstoppable. See, he, he at least understands that where, where the source of the force comes from. Jesus as much as said so when he, when he told the, uh, the foundational uh, parable of the sower sowing the word. And then he said there out of, out of three out of four, uh, trouble came one way or another, either hard-heartedness or... Or no commitment, you know, happy to hear it, but no application of it in our life. Or, you know, we get too busy and, and so concerned about all this other stuff uh, in life, the natural life, that it chokes the seed out, the Word of God, and it doesn't produce anything. Now, now, now it's good seed, and it can be, and, and we can be good people. Uh, but the devil can get the best of you if, uh, if we don't have a foundational revelation of how powerful this word really is. This word, he said, is incorruptible. If it's just believed and received, you know, there's no way that you cannot hear the, 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 the word of faith preached in faith and faith not come to you. And your faith not be increased if you're halfway open to it. Amen. That's the truth. It's just like Ron playing the piano. The if he practices, he's gonna get better. He's pretty good now. We don't want him to get the big hit. He's really good now. I like it when he get you know, you'll see him when he goes into that mode and all of a sudden my arms start going and that thing goes down. Bring, 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 you know, I thought that's pretty snazzy there, buddy. 
Amen. That's always good, isn't that right? But you know, when he first started out, Ron sucked that piano. If his father was here, he'd probably tell you. Anybody that tries anything new at first, we're not good at it. You're not good at it, not at first. A lot of people give up on faith because they say, well, you know, I tried that. You know, I, I was talking with somebody, uh, you know, and they said, well, I tried that. And I said, well, maybe you're trying too hard. Just, you know. Yeah. It's not up to you. It's up to God. God will help you. Let God help you. Let God do the heavy lifting and stuff. Amen. He, God has faith. And it's impossible, the Bible says, every word that is spoken by God. Now, this is all what God spoke. But God still speaks out of this today. When God speaks out of what he's spoken to you and, and, and breathes breath into it, it comes alive off of that page. Now, here's the thing. The angel told Mary, he said, it's absolutely impossible that, 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 that God would bring a word and that it not be fulfilled. Did God not accomplish that word? Did it not fulfill the purpose for which it was sent? Well, you being here tonight, we're all very purposeful in being here. What? To build great faith. We came to hear the word. Uh, and that word specifically is great faith. Why? Because there's a great salvation being offered. There's a different measure on the table. The, the, you know, a, a little while ago... Uh, uh, just a few days ago, I mean, just it what nationwide or whatever, you know, the big mega billion dollars uh, uh, jackpot. Yeah. Only one winner. But I mean, folks was a hoping and a wishing, spending good money, moving their lives around uh, where that is concerned. You know, uh, I'll tell you the Andes even greater where this word is concerned. Th this thing right here would change. Listen. He said this in here, letting it drift past us forever. This is a forever word that we're talking with here. You, you know, if you miss, you miss out. Now, we're doing everything that we can uh, to make it as easy if people physically cannot be here. We put it on the uh, podcast. But, you know, there's a world of folks uh, in this church uh, that don't even listen to the podcast. Amen. And, and they miss that word forever. Well, I don't believe that. God will give them another chance. Of course he will give them another chance. You know. Uh, you know. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it's, it, it's, it's, I used to go to the auction. I learned this about the auction. First money is best. Get there first. Get your stuff on the table early because first money is better than last money. Folks will spend themselves out won't pay as much as they will at first. There's always, it's always better. You know, how many of you have ever been to the, uh, to the uh, buffet to buffet your body? Like Paul said, I buffet my body. The, I used to belong to a denomination that believed that we buffet our bodies. Right on time, 12 o'clock. Anyway, uh, how, many would you, how many of you would rather be uh, first at the buffet than to wait on up until it's been picked over and eat over and cooked, steamed out and 
You know what I'm talking about. I'd, I'd a whole lot rather dip my spoon into a pan that's just freshly put there, full on, than come, you know, uh, come along and be scraping the sides, trying to get enough in the corner. First, uh, first is better than last. Yes, it is. Amen. Same thing with the a fresh word from God. I look at it like this. If I'm living my life by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, I can't wait till Friday to hear what was offered on Wednesday. It's already left over. It's probably cooled down by then. Amen. I needed Wednesdays for Thursday. Or, you know, whatever. You know, I, 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 I've learned this in my private time with God. So many times ago, I would say tremendous things. Life, eternal life-changing things. And, and the pressure was on, you know, had this to do, that to do. And I had to make a decisive decision not to neglect. Amen. But to pay close attention to it. And I mean really, you know, that, 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 that uh, you know, it was evidenced in, in the effort. My faith, it was... You know, forging forward in faith was evidenced in the effort. I showed God the priority of things. That that I can't tell you the number of times that the that the thought has struck me afterwards that man, what I almost missed that. What if I had have missed my appointment with God? I got two minutes, then I gotta turn this thing over to uh Miss Sandy and offering. But uh uh, Saul uh, had such potential. And Samuel wanted him to win. God chose him, wanted him to win, wanted him to succeed. Gave him everything that, we, that he needed. And you would think that it was, it was because of some great character flaw and some big, you know, major fault and glitch. You know, Samuel narrowed it down to this one thing. Uh, and the outward circumstances were is that God had said, you know, look, go over here. And, and he said, wait until I get there. We'll, I'm, I'm going to offer a sacrifice. And he didn't do it. He, 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 you know, he got under pressure. And here's the thing. It's easy to get under all kinds of pressure, whatever, you know. Uh, but Samuel said this. To, uh, it's in the Message Bible. He said, he said, man, he said, you don't understand what you're doing or what you've done. He said it he said you missed what God had planned and what he would have done. And he said, and all because you didn't keep your appointment with God. And what a tremendous reality when the Holy Spirit's pulling and tugging on our hearts. You know, go to church. Read your Bible. You know, come aside a little bit. Turn the channel. You know, uh, these little appointments with God. It's because God's not dealing in little. A great God does not deal in just little things. All of those little things are some. Are, their summation is a great salvation. Sometimes one thing that seems so small as far as a disobedience 
the, the consequences of that choice, if it had been a right choice, the consequences were hugely eternal. Huge rewards. Amen. That's not meant to make us feel bad or in any way. Listen, I've missed it so many, many times, uh, you know, uh, and I thank God that he's shown me uh, and enabled me to change my mind about missing it a whole lot less if I have the opportunity to be a little more attentive, a little more sensitive. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.